0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Boys to the girls. March 16th version of the Hughes Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jake Hughes. Across from me, laughing like a crazy person, the old man, Kevin Hughes. How the hell are you doing today?
1: I am doing just dandy today. I'm tired, but I'm doing dandy. Why are you so tired? Because I've been doing too much. I need to rest. I need speaking
0: of doing. Speaking of doing too much. I'm a I'm, I'm kind of grumpy. Well, good then. Then we can we can get that grumpiness into content. But first,
1: um, yesterday, yesterday we were on the Rod Peterson show, I was. It was a it was kind of a shock to be honest. I um, had just planned to go meet Rod for um, breakfast um, at the Agree Eagle Casino and Hotel and Casino. Did you know there's a like a restaurant over by the hotel?
0: Yes. There. Yes, I did.
1: It's called Little Chief. I've never been there. And we that's where we went. Anyways, I just thought it was weird that I had been going to this damn casino for 20 plus years.
0: And you, this is the first time you noticed it.
1: It's like, holy crap. Anyway, um, so we're having breakfast. And um, Rod has a meeting to go to on his phone with uh, his crew. Um, and he says, oh, don't worry, it's only going to be five minutes, less than. During the meeting, he says, oh, and by the way, I'm bringing Kevin on. Um, During overtime, which is what he calls his last 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is of his show. And I was like, You're doing what? (laughs) I wasn't prepared. I had to get up really effing early. I had to drive from Airdrie all the way to Southwest Calgary. I didn't shave. It was the real Sorry. version of you,
0: not this <laughs> polished
1: version people get on the, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, the polished version. That's it. <laughs> this <laughs> a, is good a hat and a hoodie. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it was fun. It was a good time. Um, I felt kind of, I felt really awkward when I was doing it. Uh, with Rod's setup, it's um, very similar to um, for people older than Jake. Uh, it's very similar setup to the uh, Johnny Carson show where you got rod at a desk and then he's got a couch and you're up on the stage at the gray Eagle. If you've ever been at the gray Eagle, the stage is above the bar, but open to the whole casino. Um, and so you're sitting this way while well, rod's sitting over here. So you're, you're the mic, the camera's here and he's there. And I was kept going like this because I didn't know where the hell I, was. I, I watched the video afterwards and i was like oh my god i looked like a like i was so awkward it was well now you know know for next time it it was you know for
0: next time just look right at the camera it doesn't matter at the camera stare stare right at the camera
1: stare it stare at the camera
0: and again if you're not watching the youtube (laughs) or us live on facebook and and everything with the video you're missing out on like at least a third of the experience (laughs) at Um, least at least a third but because you messaged me, you had messaged me right as the, the Rod Peterson show uh, was starting. Yes, to tell staying, you I was
1: going to be on the air.
0: You were going to be on the air. I didn't know. You didn't tell me when in the original message. I was like, I don't know when he's going to be on. Oh. I just watch the whole, damn, the whole damn show.
1: Oh, there he goes. Um,
0: which I always try to anyways, as he is a friend of the show, a friend, a friend
1: of the family.
0: Yes, he's um, good.
1: Um, no matter what they say about him, they, all those people. Uh, he's a people. pretty, he's a pretty, um, good guy. He's, uh, him and I have connected over. I mean, we haven't, haven't even known each other a year yet. It's like nine men- months, nine months.
0: He mentioned that on the, on the, your, uh, segment there. And it kind of yes. blew my mind because it, it feels like
1: it was it, it July was so 2nd, July 2nd of last year. Cause I was helping my buddy Ken do the spiritual expo out in Canmore. And you texted me that day. So many things had to have happened for him and I to meet that it wasn't just coincidence. And this isn't this is a sports show, as Rod says. Uh, this isn't this isn't Cavelli channeling show. But so many things had to come together uh, for us to meet. And I remember coming home and I remember I either texted you or I think I called you because I was driving.
0: I think he called me, yeah.
1: And I was like, "Oh my god! I just met this guy. He's like, was the uh, voice of the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders for twenty three years. We've seen him on TV many times, being interviewed. Um, and we very quickly became really good friends. Um, it's a, it's a it's a cool. It's very cool.
0: So watching the show. Um, back to sports. Back to sports. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna play a clip here. Uh, I haven't gotten permission from Broad Peterson or the the team to do this, but I'm gonna play the clip anyways. And well, if he, they give me shit. They give me shit we We kind of did. Yeah, I guess we kinda did. but here it's a fifteen second clip. I'm gonna play it and then oh. we're gonna come back for react for for not just reactions but to, to discuss the, the this here. Let's hope the audio plays.
1: Ah, uh, you didn't put, when you didn't, shared, when you shared uh, screen, you didn't share, um, system share audio. Share system
0: audio. There we go. This town than I am, but I'd heard there's been two offers from Houston businessmen to buy the Calgary flames. Haven't heard. I'm not saying it this would. was just this week of the saddle. Home. I heard it. I was at the Senator's game the other day, but this on the, so I'd stop it because it's just going to repeat itself over and over again. At the settled dome. We know Rod is a very connected individual, and you brought my attention to the second part. But let's just start with uh, this Rod's a very connected individual when it comes to insiders and just
1: he knows people, that's for he's sure. He's connected, he's connected yeah. to people. He knows, people. um,
0: when he says something, it usually has some weight to it.
1: Eh, well, I mean, did it was there two offers, um, for uh, uh, different outlets out of Houston to buy the Flames? I believe there would have been. He yeah. wouldn't have heard it if there wasn't. Like, it's that's it, not... That's not Rod's game. He's, he's not here. To, and well, he didn't and make that a, a never anywhere. It, he would never, ever say it on air if it wasn't um, from somebody that he could say was reliable, I'll say. Yeah, exactly. I've heard and lots so, of other rumors that, uh, that he hasn't said on air that he's talked to me about. I know one that you're talking about specifically. But he wasn't caught that confident. Yeah. So, but when he says it, when he said it on air, and um, even that video doesn't really do justice to um, Mark. What's his name? Uh,
0: what's his name? What's his name? Mark.
1: Uh, Mark Stephen. Mark Stephen. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. It doesn't do justice to his name because. Or just, just to how he reacted, because his reaction, his eyes, uh, the way I was sitting, I, w- I've, I was at that point, I was sitting down in front of the bar. I wasn't drinking. It was in the morning. And sure. when you're looking up at him, his eyes, like the look in his eyes was just like, what the hell? Yeah. What the hell? And to me, it wasn't what the hell
0: are you talking about? It was,
1: how the hell do you know that sort of, <laughs> because that was because more had, the, that was the more, and that's what I texted you was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's face it. Let's, let's face reality here in Calgary. If, and yeah, fl- I'm just
0: sorry, before oh. we get into this, I just want to preface, we are in Calgary or Calgary area. Yes. A lot of, we get a lot of this news because we're in the area.
1: Yes. Sorry, um, yeah, because we're broadcasting to a lot of people in Vancouver around yeah. BC. Um and I know across uh the nation as well. We have viewers from all over. I gotta I gotta give a shout out to Mr. Jeff McCleary. Um he says, Where's my microphone button? Am I your only fan, Jeff? We have tons of fans. Are you kidding me? We get like have at I- least
0: I've got like two fans in my corner right here. So when it gets really hot, we get at
1: least 20 plus views a week. Holy 20. Yeah. 18 of them might be Jake and I. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but that that leaves two views that aren't us. (laughs) There you go. uh, Jeff, I would never, ever give you a live microphone. Remember I worked for you um (laughs) jeff had a or still does have a furniture store in kelowna so if you're in kelowna and you need some furniture jeff mccleary's the guy to go especially beds uh he's the bed guy okay back to sports now back to sports so let's face facts in calgary they need a new arena uh, you've been to the Vancouver arena.
0: Yes. Rogers beautiful. Ar- Ro-
1: no. <laughs> what, what were you going to call it? Rogers arena or Rogers place. I was get Rogers arena. I always get confused. I, th- I still call, call it the garage. The garage.
0: <laughs> we should go back to calling it the garage.
1: Anyway, it's a beautiful, beautiful arena. I've yep. been there many times, sat in the restaurant, watching games in the seats. There's not a bad seat in the house. The Saddle Dome was state-of-the-art. When it opened in 1983. Thank you.
0: Ten years before I was born. And you know what? I will give them this. They did renovations
1: in 1994 when I was one year old. So the key there is the Flames need a new arena. There's no doubt about it. Nobody's saying they don't. If the city and the Alberta government can't put a deal together... Are the flames going to up and leave? Hell yes, I believe that with all my being because they can't run a team out of this arena. They can't. No. It's not working. Well, They're and just... go Batman, ahead.
0: Batman has given like I'm not a Batman fan. Let's I'm, really. I'm not even going to sh- sugarcoat it. But he came here to do something and got stuck in an elevator. His first <laughs> comments after getting off of the elevator was. Calgary will not host any official events, NHL official events until they get a new arena. It's not suitable.
1: And when asked about Houston and Atlanta, he didn't say no they they're they're not going to get teams. The only thing he said and he was he's a very smart man. You got to remember this is a brilliant businessman. He said we are not in an expansion mode right now.
0: Yeah, I'm looking up. What the, does the, it,
1: read read? You don't even have to read between the lines with that. No, he's so right now. Places like Atlanta, like
0: Houston, like Quebec City have received expansion interest. He added, but we're not in expansion mode right now. And it's not really something at least right now. That's anywhere close to front
1: burner for us. Thank you.
0: So, and I want to get that full quote because it's very specific as an expansion.
1: They're not, me, they're not expanding. Teams. They don't want more teams. They want to move teams that aren't working. I don't think
0: they want to move teams. I think they, they're going to need to move teams. So you've yes. got, you've got Arizona, which next month, I believe May 15th, May 16th. Middle is... of May
1: is, it was funny because Mark Stevens, uh, no, sorry. Uh, Peter Rod Marr. had, uh, Peter Marron on today and he, um, Hall of
0: Fame voice of the Calgary Flames. Hall of Fame. Let's
1: put it in the wind column. I can't even do it justice. Um, he had said that, uh, cause he was down there. Um, he goes down to Arizona, uh, for the winter and he had said that it was going to be uh, middle of May that this vote, yeah. the city has approved it, but now it goes to the citizens of Phoenix. And I don't think it's going to pass.
0: I can't see it because there's like, there's not enough fan
1: interest. Like there's going it's an down NFL, there, It's an NFL city.
0: No, it's don't get me wrong. The it's a beautiful city. Like I, I've been there twice sure. in two years. It's a beautiful city. Peter Mar was talking again on the Rod Peterson show about how They're concerned about hockey rights and views because a lot of Canadians do. What a, what a,
1: that was the only time I've ever heard anybody with an ounce of intelligence in the NHL give a, give a reason why Arizona is still in Arizona. The uh, the coyotes are still in Arizona. And it was like, because there's so many Canadians that go to Phoenix area during the um winter their viewing is better than most cities it's the highest rated viewings third 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 in all of america
0: which like you got to put that in perspective i mean there's huge market teams like philly um you've got pittsburgh new york those are high market teams yes phoenix is beating them Arizona is beating them because yeah. when we talk Phoenix, it's yeah, it's an area. They're Just all... like
1: Vancouver is BC. No, it's even the more viewership different. for Vancouver. They they look at BC as a whole. Correct, right? but uh, when I, I'm more meaning like when
0: people say Vancouver, they mean Burnaby, Richmond, the greater, Vancouver, like that.
1: greater Vancouver area. Yeah, but Phoenix when is the, same the... NHL is looking at viewership. They're looking at all of BC because there's only the one team here in Alberta. It's southern Alberta. I think they yeah
0: they separate it just in Red Red Deer.
1: Yeah, exactly. And in Saskatchewan, Um, they don't even look at. (laughs) kill me sometimes.
0: Um. Yeah. So obviously, those three names are being brought up for a reason, And, and. it's not like Bettman poured fuel on it or gas f- poured water on it. No. Nor did he put, put gas on it and said, by saying anything, he literally said, Hey, I, places are interested. Of course they are. Look at the price that the Ottawa senators is going to be sold for.
1: What did, what was that number?
0: Uh, there's no official number yet, but I believe uh, today, today I was listening and I believe it's like, like 800, like, Eight hundred million dollars is the, a number that pops in my mind, but I don't know. Really? If that's
1: right. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't pay attention to it. And Ottawa is going to get a new arena. Wow, go figure. Um, we can't have seven hundred. Nice. Sorry, seven hundred and fifty million is the okay suggested price. We can't have anything nice in Alberta. Well, in Calgary, Edmonton has a nice arena. Yep, look at Edmonton's football arena. Our football stadium. What? Yeah, it's terrible. Edmonton's? Commonwealth? We were there. It was freaking amazing compared to... Com- comparing comparing
0: a pile of garbage to a, like, landfill. Yeah, the pile
1: of garbage is going to look all right. Go to Vancouver. Go oh, to Vancouver. Of course, Go to, yes. tro- go to Toronto. Go, go to th- Winnipeg. Th- Toronto doesn't have a nice stadium. PMO Field? Do they? It's like brand new. Okay. Um, Winnipeg has a great stadium. What Winnipeg has a
0: great stadium. My uh, my light over here is blinking at me and it's distracting me, so I'm just turning it off. I'm going <laughs> to deal with having a shadow for the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> it's haunted, Jake. It's haunted. Um, But you're right. I, I was comparing it to uh, the, yeah. the horrible state of McMahon Stadium. You... <sighs> We they, they just refuse to do anything here for sports. I don't get it. I don't understand they're,
0: it. They're also they're making money. It's not like they're not making oh, money. Come on,
1: they're making tons of money. You look at any flames in, game and they're not doing good. Well, and not just it's that, damn but, near sold out every game.
0: Not just that, but they have in one arena, one arena, they have that was built in 1983, renovated in nineteen ninety four, and haven't done anything since, they have the Calgary Flames in yes. the NHL. They have the Calgary Wranglers in the AHL. They've got yes. the WHL Calgary Hitmen, yes. and they've got the NLL. Uh, they have the Calgary Roughnecks.
1: Oh, you got them all. Good for you.
0: Four teams in one arena. Yeah. And you can't find money to do any renovations.
1: All owned by the same people.
0: All owned by Calgary Sports and Entertainment.
1: I was. I think so. I'm, I'm no, not. Not. Do you, not, do you know that?
0: I. That is a fact that I okay. know. Okay.
1: There you go. Uh, because. I'm.
0: The only reason I the only reason I know that for a fact is because when I was talking when we got that suite a couple weeks ago or a right. month ago, I had all the options from one guy. It's it's all the it's all the same. Gotcha. Topic. Okay.
1: Very. Yeah. It's um. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Calgary's had a good te- um football team. I mean, sorry. Yeah, they've had a good football team too. Uh, they've had a great hockey team for many years. It they haven't won much, but they still have a great team. Their fan base is like diehard. I mean, you talk to anybody in in the Calgary area, they want to talk about the flames. Yeah. They find out I'm a Canuck fan and it's it's on. It's on. Like it's like I don't understand how this hasn't happened ten years ago.
0: No, it's it doesn't surprised. make
1: sense. When you look up up the road three hours, you've got Edmonton. What a be- I haven't been there yet. I've seen pictures of many, many. A beautiful arena. Brand new. Just a couple of years. Now, Nothing did, down now, here.
0: now, in defense of Calgary, did Edmonton get provincial money to build that yeah. arena? Oh, of I course don't... He did.
1: Provincial money, city money. And it was like a th- three-way partnership between the team, which is city. the city and um, the provincial government. Pro- province. Yeah. Which the for province... those down on the
0: Which for those down in the state, that's your state government for provinces, not states.
1: Um, The Calgary team has been our new premier. I'm not going to go into it. Um, Has said said that she's, they're willing to put money in because they know how good, if you have a good arena, guess what? It's not going to only be for those four teams Jake just mentioned. Nope. Name one then, big concert that has come here. They go to that. We have to go up to Ed, Edmonton to watch anything. So, wrestling's coming to Calgary. Literally, literally what I was going to say. So, we're huge AEW, WWE, huge pro wrestling
0: fans. Yes. AEW is doing a Canadian tour. And the Wednesday night, they're up in Edmonton for, for, the, live the, show. for the live show and the taping of their Friday show. Yeah. And they're, here, we get? Sat, they're here Saturday for. I think they're running 20 house shows this year, and we get one of them.
1: And it's a house show. If you don't understand those, that, we're not going to go into why it's a house show, but well, it's not uh, no, just
0: Sorry, a house show is, there's no live cameras, it's not recorded, yeah. has nothing to do with
1: the storylines. Story yeah, anything like yeah. that. Um, sorry, so I guess didn't look what? This up. Jake and I are going to go up to Edmonton.
0: <laughs> so I, I want to look this up. Um, So value of teams have gone insane. Yeah. In 2003, these uh, Eugene ago. Melnick, U- Eugene Melnick, yep, the um, bought Ottawa Senators for 92 million dollars,
1: and he's selling it for 750 well, million. His,
0: unfortunately, Eugene Melnick is no longer with us. Yeah, his, his estate, his estate is selling it, and the rough price is anywhere between 650 and 750 million dollars. In 20 years. 20 years. Um, two years after the Ottawa Senators were purchased, 2005, one Francesco Aquilini purchased
1: oh, yeah. the Vancouver
0: Canucks for $207 million.
1: Holy. I mean, so, different markets uh, obviously are going markets. to demand different.
0: But if the, Ottawa, like... if the Ottawa Senators can get $750 million. Can you imagine what the Canucks could be worth? It, when the sale goes through and in the untimely passing of, uh, Luigi, I said the untimely passing. He's Jake. Sick. No, 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 no. I'm not, not <laughs> Francesco. He, the, his dad, the, uh, the, the head of the yes. family who's already really sick and like, you don't say outside. that
1: about somebody. No, 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 no. I'm saying <laughs> when he if, does pass, when he
0: does pass, does, does, the Aquilini's look at that price point that they, that the Ottawa Sanders got and say, well, shit. Yeah. $1 billion, $1.5 billion. What could you get for a team?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a wild. lot of money. It's a lot of money, but okay, before- all that, we went off on a crazy tangent was it happens. Will the flames leave if they don't get arena, Jake, what's your opinion?
0: Yes, but I'm putting the, the ca- caveat on this is that they're going to announce arena next year.
1: I, I can't see them not announcing an arena. This the city would, they, they would be riots in the streets. I, and I'm being totally honest; like the citizens of this town will lose their freaking marbles because guess what? They got nothing else. They become the Saskatchewan's yeah, of Alberta. Got, they,
0: well, yeah, because if you think about it. The AHL team is probably going to go to Houston.
1: Yeah. The oh yeah.
0: N- the NLL team, I don't know if there's a Houston branch, but that will probably not. That will. But probably let's stay. say
1: they stay there. That's that's what and Saskatchewan the, has. And the they w- have H- all H- kinds H- of hockey. They just don't N- have NHL.
0: They got the lacrosse. They got WHL. Yeah. And they've got the CFL. You're now Saskatchewan.
1: This town would lose it. It would. They the would. Third biggest. It.
0: The third They're, biggest city in Calgary, or in uh, Canada, is Calgary. And you might not have a hockey team. I've done research on this. By population, Calgary is it okay? Is the third largest. Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. I trust you on this one. If somebody's listening and they can Google, so I don't have to. Please Please do. Please Google that one. Please check me on that. Check them on that one. Um, because a lot of times Jake will just blab and say something, and I'll be like. No, this, this I know because I've looked this up many
0: times because I've gotten into arguments with people.
1: There you go. Yeah, I just can't see it. I just can't see it not but staying
0: here. In two years, if there's no... I say two years. I don't know why that's the number. Like by 2025, if there's not an announcement of a new city, of a new um Oh, arena, yeah, no. The announcement's going to be in
1: 2023. They're making that gonna... announcement. I would say it's going to probably be made before May.
0: I think just after me.
1: I think just before me. Think about this for a second. No, that's why I'm saying
0: I don't I think it's gonna be a platform that what that's a political party runs on.
1: If they if they can secure let's not get political because that's no. gonna take me way down another road yes. that's gonna be an yes. hour long. That's me and you, that's a conversation. conversation battleground. Let's put it that way. Calgary um, is the battleground. They need to win Calgary. Um what a great better way to do it than awarding a stadium just before the election.
0: It's fair. Um swapping gears here before moving we on. do. Moving on. We have the hearsports.ca. Bluesports.ca. Hughes we keep talking about big things happening behind the scenes. They're still happening. Things are, still things are happening. in motion. Um It's pretty exciting actually. Um, Next. week
1: first uh, approached me with with what was going on. I was like, "Well,
0: what? I, I, I'm thinking of two things. I'm thinking of two things." Oh, the, the thing you're talking about.
1: Oh, okay, and the and other,
0: a, and the other thing, yeah, and the other thing. Um, we are being cryptic intentionally. You will find out
1: all in due time. Well, they can um, find out the one thing, can't they? That we're going to do it, or no? Because we might not be able to do it.
0: Is that yeah, what you're saying? We need, yeah, we need to test need it.
1: To, we need to test it. Oh, okay, cool, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Testing cool. it needs to happen. Pay attention, people. Pay attention. Read between the lines. Um, but yeah, <laughs> check
0: out usports.ca. You'll get all sorts of updates. Um, this
1: week, I just
0: posted an article uh, yes. comparing Buray, Patterson, and Kuzmenko in their rookie seasons
1: and beyond, and the impacts. Can I ask you a question about that? You had an infographic yes. that went along with it. And I meant to, actually, I'm sorry, I'm going to just kind of blindside you with this, but because yep. I meant to actually text you. Yes. On it, you got something about um, power play points. Yes. Is that right? Yes. And then you got a percentage.
0: Percentage of their points that are
1: power play points. Oh, it, it didn't register in my old man head. So, yeah.
0: So, looking at it, uh, I'm looking at it right now. That's how I know that. Okay. Um Elias Pedersen has the highest, which is 48%, which is... 48%
1: of his goals are his power points. play goals. Of his of points. Of his points. Were power, power play points, play points. points.
0: Okay. in his rookie season. Pavel Bure was 38%. Kuzmenko, 43%. He's on pace in a rookie season... Although he's older, he's 27. He can't win the Calder. He's still a rookie in the NHL. And it was a shot in the dark that he'd be as good as he is. He's on pace for, I believe, 40-plus goals.
1: Here we go with this stats, your your nerdy stats thing again. Does it really, like, is does that say how great a player is, that he has that many... Um, in In a rookie season? power play points that hit that, that percentage i mean you you could only score three goals two of them are power play what you know what i'm saying so it that the percentage you, only of,
0: three, you can only score three goals and if two you of them only power scored play?
1: three goals and two of them were on the power play yes your percentage is going to be really high well correct it would be 66 percent looks really good So what's that stat doesn't? What I'm trying to get across is that stat doesn't resonate with the old man. So it's the the impact not just at uh, power
0: play, but the impact on five on five. Pavel Bure was the in his rookie season, and I believe throughout his entire career, was a five on five megastar. Put him on the power play where it's. I mean, I don't know about what it was like in the in the early to late '90s for power play, but it's a lot of structured setup. Pavel Burray's speed wasn't structured setup. His his oh. strength was being able to break away from someone as if they were standing still.
1: Oh, yeah. He would be able to go from 0 to 60 in a heartbeat, literally.
0: Patterson, who scored 48%, that's pretty balanced. He's not just a, uh, a one specialty, specialist.
1: Oh, I see what you're like, getting at now. Okay.
0: he's If he was 80%, it's like, okay, yeah, he scored a lot of goals or points or got a lot of points, but... How much how many of them are on the power play where the team has the advantage?
1: Oh, I get. It. So though you're saying the lower the point percentage points, the better it would the closer be. To,
0: the closer to 50, in my opinion.
1: Because you want to be you're,
0: you're not just a power play player, you're not yeah. just a five on five. Okay.
1: You can do it both.
0: That's that's the way I read that.
1: <laughs> Again, it's one of those um I think the only stat that really matters is plus minus and wins and losses. Remember that's our graphic. Where's our graphic? I don't see our graphic on the screen. Where's our more logo. Our logo says
0: I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Found it right there, right above. They're there.
1: Our logo, you have all this freaking cool math and I'm like, win tie loss. That's the only thing that matters.
0: Well, speaking of that, as we, you know, flow into it, five straight wins the Canucks. We're 7-2-1 in the last 10 games. And um when we wanted them to lose the most, they just they just can't. And the worst part, the worst part is they're fun games. There's been one game in the last five that I that I watched where I was just like this is boring. And it's Anaheim. And I don't think that has anything to do with the Canucks. I think that's Anaheim being a very boring team.
1: Yeah. They who did they play the last game? Who were they playing?
0: Um, My brain is
1: they they were like top notch team. Um, uh, uh, stars, the stars. Stars. They're they're leading the leading the west, aren't they? Mm,
0: I think they were. Yeah, they. Yeah. Oh, they leading the at central. No, they're second in the west. Second in the
1: west. I don't know if it's a case of when teams are coming in, they're taking us lightly. And we're just like, literally, like I watched that game from the halfway through the second on. And I don't want to say Canucks dominate them, dominated them. But holy crap, they were playing well. And it was funny because Jake and I text lots during a hockey game when we're both watching it. And um, you had said something about this team plays really, really well when there's no pressure on them.
0: Yes, it's actually a, an entire thesis that I'm working on for an article. I'm actually
1: reaching out to people. But I actually I, mentioned that to Rod. Sorry, I'm going to finish by train yep, of thought before yep. I forget. I mentioned that to Rod over when we were having our breakfast um, before the show the other day. And he looked at me with that. Wow, that makes a, like that would make a lot of sense because there's, let's face it. I mean, I'd love to say if they go 21 and 0, um, to finish off the season can they make the playoffs yeah i don't think so um so <laughs> i mean it's zero point somewhat percent it's very low um almost not, almost impossible they almost are eliminated anyway they have no pressure they're probably not going to get Bernard. they're, they're gonna fit, finish mid of middle of the pack they're not going to make the playoffs they're not going to finish last and then moves the the, and the moves the
0: GM have have has made have committed to this core, committed to this team.
1: Yes. With
0: improvements, with improvements, but they've committed to, to win now.
1: I was listening to the broadcast and I, you know me, I don't pay attention to who they are during the intermission. I do. I'm actually paying more attention to what they're saying, especially now that we're doing this podcast. And, There was three guys on the panel. Two of them were saying that this is just a coach's bump, blah, blah, blah. We've seen it before. You're not fooling us this time. And then the third guy, who I know you would know if I said his name and I can't think of it, um, he was like, no, guys, you guys are – like literally he was like, you guys are wrong. And they both got of went (laughs) – and he goes, watch them play. This isn't a coach's bump. This is a change of style on how they're playing. And I was like, oh, so I watched the, the next period. He had also said, remember back in December when they were making mistakes and one mistake would lead to two mistakes, would lead to five mistakes, would lead to 10 mistakes. And they were all of a sudden they were behind seven nothing when they were up two nothing to begin with. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a Canucks way. They, they actually lose goals. <laughs> you know what I mean? I watched that third period. Did they make mistakes? Yes. But guess what? The player behind didn't make the mistake that they were in December. There literally seemed to be a new system where it's fitting these types types of players. I could be wrong. Now, how much of that is
0: addition by subtraction? Who hasn't been playing? Who's been out? Oh, yeah. Myers has, Myers has been in, but not... He's been, in oh, it. yeah. He's
1: been playing 20 minutes. He played 20 minutes that game. I remember because I was like, did he really? Holy crap.
0: I really wish he wouldn't.
1: But, but is it... he's playing disciplined hockey. He's not the chaos giraffe that... Because um, you go back when... Boudreau. Re, um Boudreaux was a coach. He didn't have a structure. He And he said it. He says, I just let the guys go out and play hockey. No.
0: That... That's not true. Free flowing I, I, hockey. That's
1: what he I, said.
0: That's what he said when he got to the team halfway through the season, trying to figure out how to undo the mess that he inherited. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't. I. I'm not putting Boudreau down. No, no, whatsoever. no, no. Whatever. It's, it, it's a. It's a common narrative that people are just like, oh, he. He just lets them go play. No, he doesn't. You don't tell me that he's yelling at them and being like. This is what you should be doing, but he's. Just I don't think a good it was guy. A
1: structured. I don't think it was a, as structured was as more... what they're doing now. Who's the coach now? Sorry, my brain um,
0: isn't. Rick Talkett.
1: Talkett has a very st- distinct structure. He demands just like Sutter in Calgary. Um, and how's that working out? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, it's a distinct structure, and it seems to be working. We've won five in a row, Jake. Not against sloppy teams.
0: Mm, against one good team and a bunch of sloppy teams.
1: You want you want me to pull up the schedule? I'm going to pull the schedule I'm gonna call and... you on this one. Was it Toronto win there in the last ten games? Yeah, they were. So uh, we uh, the Stars, good team. Good team. Senators.
0: Senators. <laughs> Ducks. <laughs> Predators. <laughs> Maple Leafs, good team. Oh yeah. And then we lost to the Wild. We, in overtime, won against the Stars again. Good team. Uh, We got destroyed by the Bruins who played, and I will say this because I watched this
1: game, who played at half speed. That team, I'm going to be, you're going to curse me. That Boston Bruins team this year is something else.
0: They are what we should have been.
1: They're literally... I'm, I just dread saying this. They're literally one of the best teams I've seen play hockey in the stats, decades. The, the stats say
0: they are the best team in the NHL ever. Period. Yeah. The fastest team to 100 points. The fastest team to 50 wins.
1: It's insane. Period. It's They
0: they've, they clinched a playoff spot the first two weeks of March. It's, it's insane. It's really and is. You know, what's, you know what's even more insane is that they went on a couple of losses. They, they lost a couple games. And by lost a couple, I literally mean I think they lost two games. In a row? In a row against the Red Wings and the Blackhawks. And, and people
1: lost it? They lost it. They were like, this is it. This is what we're going to get in the playoffs. We might as well <laughs> just sell the whole team. What have they lost? Eight? Last time I looked, they had lost eight. I think it's probably up to nine or ten now. They've lost 11 total. But I, I don't know how many of those are in overtime. Overtime, yeah. It's insane. It's literally lost they're like four so games. good.
0: They've lost like five games at home all year.
1: And it's not like they made huge trades to make themselves this good. This is a team, a franchise that built this from scratch. They built this. This hasn't been a a give them. No, this is. Like the people up north. This is. Hey, we're giving it. A team.
0: (laughs) This is a team. That kept a core together by doing things the right way.
1: Yes. Even through a lot of bad times, they kept that core together and they made it work. Bad times. You know what I mean? They, they, they weren't winning cups.
0: No, but they like, they still were. When's the uh, last time they won a
1: cup? 2011. Thank you.
0: But saying that they're like okay, let's go back here. Sorry, I need I'm scrolling through a bunch they of stuff They haven't right been
1: now. the they haven't been the New York uh Rangers or the uh Edmonton Oilers where um you don't remember this. You weren't around. Go back and check the records. I mean they Oh they in the sixties and seventies? Eighties, where they Whatever. strung a bunch of teams together a bunch of that's not, um that's never together.
0: gonna that's never gonna happen again. I Gary, know. Gary Bettman Made this made it this way so they can you'll never see that again. Tampa Bay is the closest we'll ever see two and two and
1: uh three years. No, I'm not frozen, I'm staring at him. I know you are, (laughs) but see, that's what I mean. You got to watch this show because if you're just listening to after the fact, you're missing all this fun stuff.
0: So, okay, so let's go back before 2011, 2007, 2008, they lost at the conference quarterfinals lost in the conference semifinals, lost in the conference semifinals, won a Stanley Cup, lost in the conference quarterfinals, lost the Stanley Cup final, lost in the second round, missed for two years, kept that team together.
1: That's what I mean.
0: Swapped coaches partway through the year in sixteen seventeen and lost in the first round, lost in the second round, lost the Stanley Cup final, lost in the second round, lost in the second round, lost in the first round, and now we're putting on a... Clinic. A breaking season.
1: Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It's like, literally people in hockey should be looking at what they have done over the last decade or two and, and mimic it because they've got it right. Don't shake your head no. I'm shaking my head no for a very specific reason.
0: They're doing what the Canucks did. They are. Early 2000s Canucks made the playoffs. We are competitive. We had an atmosphere of we had an atmosphere of players taking huge pay cuts. True. To stay with the to, to stay together, and it's not like we haven't heard to talk about it on Hockey Night in Canada, where the Sedin's <laughs> literally held people together and said, "No, you can't make that much. Why? Because we're making this much, and we want to win a cup."
1: Yes, and we have to make cool. more than everybody else. That's our contract. Wasn't that a part of their contract? They were. I don't think
0: that was part of their contract. I think it was oh. just an unwritten rule, an unwritten. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: They they are your
0: best players. They're making the most money. Yeah, Roberto Luongo aside.
1: Yeah, like because he's Luongo. Um,
0: it's phenomenal. They did what we did. Yeah, and have extended it longer and won a Stanley Cup. Exactly,
1: it's amazing. But let's transition here because um, moving on. Speaking of royalty and winning cups and um hall of fame did hey look at say- that how did how did we I, get there wow. The CFL
0: hall of fame class was announced for 2023 today um some key names uh solomon aluminium easy for people to say um, ah
1: you go i'm glad you had to say it because i would have said aluminum
0: some some guy named larry crawford and defensive line coach uh, John Bowman. I'm just screwing with you with the Larry. I'm just screwing with you with the Larry Crawford. Cause I knew it would get that reaction.
1: Um, <laughs> also, um, that was just the lions. Uh, there was yes. five, five people inducted to the hall of fame, um, including, uh, Lloyd Fairbanks and Josh Bork. Um, he was an offensive lineman. um, Building category had the former coaching great Jacques salt and the eighth commissioner of the CFL, Larry Smith. What's missing that I'm there is uh, Schultze um, is also, wing. sorry?
0: In the media wing.
1: In the media wing, Dave Schultz will be posthumously uh, put into the Hall of Fame because of course, he passed from a heart attack a couple of years back.
0: Chris Schultz, just to be thank correct. you.
1: Well, I said Chris Dave Schultz. Schultz.
0: You said it, and it, I I knew it wasn't. I, right I, right I knew then. it
1: wasn't right when I said it. That um, was weird.
0: Yes, he's been inducted. Um, he. When did he? It was 2021. It was during the pandemic. Yeah, uh, it
1: was 20, March, yeah 4th, 20, March 4th, 20. March 4th, 2021.
0: He yes. had a, uh, a heart attack and died, unfortunately. Mister
1: Solomon as his friends call him Saul.
0: Yep. Of course you and him are first name basis I, I can
1: tell. Well I'm wearing my BC Lions cap. I had to straighten of course. it. It was kinda of cryptic there. Um, yeah. probably I, I would say one of the greatest to ever play. His position. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I was I had to I had to think about that for a second. Yeah. Yes. The only downside is in what year was it? Twenty twelve. Yep. He was overshadowed by uh, was it twenty twelve? I can't remember going. what year it was. Uh, oh, Cameron overshadowed Week. by Cameron Wake. Yes. Um. Otherwise, he would have started every single year when he wasn't out chasing his NFL dream.
1: Yes. 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 Sorry, I'm just looking. Um, They don't really go into it on the CFL site. Um, I was on the CFL site. BC Lions have obviously more information about Solomon and his. (laughs) That guy named Larry Crawford, you know, he's just the Lions' all time leader in interceptions and punt return yards. Yeah. uh... You joined the team in 1981, Jake. Yes. I was uh, negative 12. Recorded eight interceptions as on his rookie year.
0: That's impressive.
1: Yeah, it is really impressive. I
0: mean, that's not even that's that, that's legit.
1: Yeah. Um, Solomon is suited up for 130. No, is that no? It's still Crawford. Sorry, they they talk about Crawford a lot. Um, the it, I, yeah, I, I wanted to check this before I said it. He is uh, aluminium. Aluminum, as I call him, because I can't say his name, um, is the club's all-time uh, tackles leader with 745 on defense, 36 on special teams. Probably, like, and I agree with Jake. Probably, aside from Cameron Wake, uh, who we, we only got
0: the- again. I think that's a story we should we should go into for people who know Cameron Wake from Miami about his one season in the CFL. Cause I don't think it's known about quite as, quite as well as it should be. But he sorry, was so continue. dominant.
1: He was so yeah. dominant. I mean, he was well, just,
0: he's a starter in the NFL that we got lucky enough because his agent screwed up not once, but twice. And he told we...
1: him, he literally, his agent told him to go to X spot for yeah, a, we're,
0: we're getting sidetracked. Let's okay. this is a whole nother episode time.
1: Fine. This you is, started this is a it. Summer.
0: This is a summer episode before uh, the the preseason CFL starts.
1: Cool. Anyways, um, it's great to see those three um, get in, uh, especially Crawford and um, Solomon, um, just because I remember them. And they were like, they they were so dominant in their positions. It feels so
0: weird to me that like someone like Sully, who... I remember watching like vividly is now in the hall of fame. Like, because in the, because in the NHL, it feels like there's a, a lot longer of a wait period.
1: Except for certain players. You're right.
0: Cid, like yeah. the Cid, like from my watching days, Sedin's and the Those yeah. are the only three players that are in the hall of fame from that connects team.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I go to, I go to like Wayne Gretzky. He was put in the first year he was yeah. um, out of the league. Like you have
0: to be special players. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, I'd like to one day in a yep. future episode is to go into depth on how the CFL uh, chooses their hall of fames because um, it's an interest. It's interesting. So we'll do that cool. one. We'll do that another time. Um,
0: Maybe we can invite a, a guest on who has a bunch of knowledge. On yeah. This yeah. Story. Yeah.
1: I think that might be an idea.
0: Um, John Bowman didn't ever play for the BC Lions.
1: No. Um,
0: just started coaching with them last year, I believe. Yeah. Last year. Last 2022, year. 2022 as the defensive line coach. Yeah. Um, two-time <inaudible> great cup champion, two-time all-star. Um, I remember him stars. from his Montreal Alouette stay. Just a, just a beast.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. I would hate to play against someone like that, man. They when they hit you. Oh, oh. And you feel I, it. You'd still be feeling it.
0: <laughs> and I've seen interviews with with a lot of those guys afterwards, and I've met a handful of them throughout the years. Nicest guys off the field. But on the field, they're probably the
1: meanest SOBs you've ever oh, met. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Jake and I would go to the games here in Calgary, and then at the end of the game, we would go around the stadium and off to the side of the stadium to the side door where the lions would come out and we'd wait um and get their signatures uh, i was something we did almost every single game um yep. we had these um we still have them ponchos um mine's in my bedroom hanging up um and i think for we probably have signatures for three or four years of different lions on this and there was this i can't i'm trying to remember his name we held his great cup ring um um hunt I'm not t- uh, when I'm telling you that no it was Sully it was Sully. it was Sully. Yes, it was Sully. Yes he handed me his Grey cup ring. If I put it on my thumb, even now being 245 pounds no uh-huh, I'm down to 233 um I would it would be too big. Yeah
0: his like hand shaking, was like three his- times.
1: Again, the size they, of they, my hand.
0: They would come out and they were great. Like, I mean, I was, that was what, 20, oh, geez, nine, 2010. Yeah, sure. So I was 16, 17. And even they younger. Were great. I, again, but th- this exact yeah. instance. Yeah. Would, they would come in, they would sign things, they would talk with us. Oh. Um, it was amazing. Honestly, the, like, the nicest people you, like, they were just there being like, hey, people want our signatures. That's cool and that was the atmosphere and this i wish
1: is why we love the cfl
0: i was just going to get into that i wish they had more events like that they yes. had more things that you could go to and meet a player
1: or just have the players available after the game yeah i know it's tough a lot of them i mean what amazed me is how many of them came out wearing ice packs yeah. wrapped around Always. their knee wrapped R- on their wrap shoulders yeah wrist Elbows, and every joint you can think of. These people had ice pack. And it wasn't just one or like one time. Literally every game you would yeah. see five or more players with ice packs on them.
0: And that's probably and to them that's just their regular routine, just right? Regular ice routine.
1: I think back when we went to Regina, yeah, um, but- with our with my buddy Trent uh, to watch a Riders game, and again. It was by. It was just a one of so, those coincidences.
0: I I think it was beyond that. So because you were up ahead,
1: I was in you, front. Yes, you
0: were. You and Trent were up front talking because I think you were still smoking back in those days.
1: Yes, I was. Oh, you and sure. him.
0: You and him wanted to go have a smoke.
1: Yes. So you had to leave
0: the stadium to do that. So we're the. Uh, I was what? Maybe. Well, Caleb was born, so I was at least twelve. So maybe fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, probably. And we walked by and John Olafoyoye, love that name. I'm pretty sure that's who it was, was standing out front because he's from Saskatchewan. So we had family there and he was meeting them. And walked. I walked by in my Lions jersey and he was like, hey, I was like, oh, hey. And so we. Uh, he stopped. We took a picture with him. And as we were leaving, Dave Dickinson walked by. Dave Dickinson was the quarterback at the time. And my mom, without missing a beat, went, hey, Dave. And Dave <laughs> turned around because... You don't call like uh, to me. It's Mr. Dickinson. Can I bu- can I bug you for a second? She's like, "Hey, Dave!" Like like the long lost friends, and he turns around expecting to know her. To know her. Yes. And he goes, "Hi." <laughs> and,
1: and they start talking.
0: Yeah, they start talking and um, throughout then the G. Roy I mean, came out. Every I think every single member of the of the locker room came out because that's where their bus was. We're throwing footballs around with them yeah. and. It, like,
1: I don't know how, why they didn't get in shit for leaving. Like, I know we, we must were have delayed the them by an hour. Like, it was a long time we were there. It wasn't just there a was, few minutes. It was uh,
0: like us, me, you, my mom, uh, the group you're with, Tr- Angie, Angie Caleb, Caleb, Curtis, and Michael.
1: Yeah. And a bunch and of other people.
0: There wasn't that many other people. Wasn't there? No, because we won the game. So we
1: delayed on leaving. That's right, because we <laughs> Trent was worried that I might get punched. I, I might I be. might have got my whole section cheering for the lions without them they knowing. They didn't it's not their fault. They it's English language is
0: hard for people in Saskatchewan.
1: <laughs> Schools are very far away. Stop. Um We love we love our rider friends.
0: We do. They're just, you know, easy to make fun of. <clears throat>
1: Anyway, but that's what the league needs more of. You don't see that. You don't hear stories like that. You will never hear that story down in the NFL. That just doesn't happen. No. Right? These guys are making $80 million. They don't want anything to do with Jake and I. Come on. No. These guys, G-Roy Simon. (laughs) I remember
0: standing there. G-Roy Simon
1: literally stood there and and watched me do the G-Roy dance.
0: Yeah, we don't need to do the G-Roy dance.
1: (laughs) But, that was your mom's dance. It wasn't my dance. I was just showing them.
0: Yes. I. It's still a dance. No one needs to see on this podcast. But the like, I was playing football at the time. Yes. And being able to talk with Dave Dickinson about things. And G-Roy Simon. And I wanted to be a receiver. I wore 81 because of G-Roy. And I wore 82 because of Jason Claremont. Like Those were the two people yes. that I grew up loving in the receiving court. Being able to talk with them and throw the football with them. As a 15 year old, just a 14 year old, you don't get that anywhere. You don't get that in the NFL. You don't get that in the USFL, the XFL, where these guys are trying to be celebrities. I'm sorry. You don't. Also, you don't get it with Bo Levi Mitchell.
1: You don't get it with these prima donnas. See, I've had the opportunity to meet Bo away from football. Yep. <sighs> I'm trying to be nice. But don't I don't want nice. to be. I'm. I'm. I mean, I told you when we started, I was grumpy. You're grumpy. He's a dick. He, he really is. is. He's, he is what we we were. I was at a charity um, poker game that I paid for. Literally, it was a BC lines or BC lines, a Calgary Stampeders charity poker game. It was three hundred dollar buy in, and it was fun. Um, I met um, Charlie Power. Uh, great guy, like super guy. Um, it ended up, he actually came over to say hi to me because we know his brother-in-law. Um, great yep. guy, super, super guy. Met a couple other the players, great guys. Even their kicker. Rene Paradis. Yeah, He's a great guy. I mean, apparently, talk to you. Rum-
0: rum- rumors are he may or may not drink banana liqueur if I'm not... All
1: right, all right. Just yeah, it might be. It could, I could, I've heard, I've heard that rumor. i um, I definitely. Well, other heard people him. are doing shots of Jack Daniels. He might have done shots of. Uh, that wasn't oh. at that. We're we're mixing up two stories, Jake. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that was at the the Flames charity.
0: Yes, uh, I do, I know tournament. that, but he's still because <laughs> it
1: was an open
0: bar. Like here.
1: Um, but all the players I met were really friendly. Um, even the guy who became our coach. Um.
0: Oh, what was his name? Um. Oh, give me one guy. second.
1: Yep. Claremont.
0: No. Nope. Claremont's a receiver. Um. Uh, give me one second. Talk about him while I look. The anyway,
1: top. super. Like I literally sat at his table playing poker, and I always at that time I had my um gray cup ring, uh, or a fan ring. It wasn't a gray cup ring. It was a fan ring. BC Lions fan ring. And I, was, I wore it intentionally that day because it was the Calgary Stampeders. And he saw it. He punched me in the jaw play, playfully. I'm yeah, not kidding. He, when he punched but, me, his fist covered my whole entire face. <laughs> uh, Devon Claybrooks. Claybrooks, Clay Brooks, yes. A super nice guy. He, Dickinson walked by. He calls him over. And tries to introduce him to our table. Because we're all fans. We're all fans. Actually, um, one of the Three Down Nation guys were at the... um, The guy that was on... um,
0: I don't know. I'm terrible with their names.
1: Big Brother. Redhead guy. He was there too. Anyway. He comes over. He goes, hey. And walks away. I was like... I swear he probably will never admit he did this, but he looked at me and went, What a dick.
0: He is, when you have a generic high school quarterback who thinks he's too big for his school, (laughs) that's who he is. That's who he is. I'm laughing because.
1: um, You know exactly who I'm thinking of. Yes.
0: I love you, Tim. Love you, Tim. Um, but that's who—that's who he is. Like that's who. That's who. It feels like he thinks he's bigger than the CFL, and that when he leaves and decides to go onto the sunset, and whatever the fuck he wants to do. No, he's going to
1: try to become a coach.
0: I think he's going to become a broadcaster.
1: Or that could be a, a fair guess as well. Um, it feels like
0: he thinks he'll just everything will be fine. Nothing like the I CFL just... will never be the same again. <sighs>
1: There's no doubt about it. He's a great quarterback. One of the best we've seen in... in But when you call your receivers out in the press, the way he did after the Grey Cup that year, he lost every little bit of respect I had. Then, a few years back, there was talk about uh, bringing the four-down football into the CFL, and he was the only player to say yeah that would be a good idea i literally yell at him i'm sitting five rows back from the bench i yell at him calling him four down bow. go away i don't like him
0: i've I've oh Levi,
1: shut your no i can't do that
0: (laughs) we've watched a lot of football at mcmahon on calgary side on, on the on the away side it doesn't matter which side yeah, we watch the bench a lot because we're fans and we like to see that interaction, yes. especially during the commercials when they're doing the dog races and the yeah. cheerleading and everything.
1: All this stuff that we don't care about because we're that we don't fans. care about.
0: We watch the bench. You know what I don't see, didn't see Dave Dickinson ever do, or Casey Printers, or Travis Lule? or Henry Burris, the greats. They never threw their threw a tantrum and stood away from the team. Thank you. You know how many times I saw him do that. And I went to a fraction of the games you went to while he was here in college. Constant. It's big uh,
1: baby. He's the a big baby, Jake.
0: So there's, as we there's a
1: story we need to tell during the that's CFS another one season. Um, we have a lot of stories, up, people. We have a lot of stories. Jake and I get into more situations. I don't think we got ourselves into that situation. Why does it always happen to us, though? Tackling because garbage. Your cans. family is cuz your family is crazy. That's not fair. <laughs> um he's not crazy. Yes, that's we had story. him
0: tested. <laughs> that's a story for another episode. There we go. Right now, as we are wrapping up, I literally just turned it on my computer. The Canucks are getting ready to drop the puck against Tank Rivals, the Arizona Coyotes.
1: Jake, we're not tanking. Stop. We're going to win out. Okay.
0: They're 25 and
1: 32. We're 29 and 32. Yeah, so we're even. Well, basically, I mean, they're 29, 32. They're 25, 32, and 11. We're 29, 32, and five. Think about this for a second. If someone told you back in January, I was going to say December, but I'll say January, that the Canucks were going to be at 500 before the end of the season, Would you have laughed at him?
0: Probably, but that's because I'm a pessimistic and I keep forgetting that (laughs) the way the NHL is set up is that every team should be at 500.
1: I'm going to make a prediction.
0: First off, before you...
1: One second. Before you make (laughs) a prediction, hold on to it.
0: Hold on to it. I just want to get through this kind of like setup of the Canucks Arizona because the puck's dropping like in two minutes. Okay. If you are watching us live, Please do uh, continue watching us and then go turn on the game. You're not going to miss much in the first one minute, two minutes. Um, the Coyotes are five, three, and two in their last 10 We're seven, two, and one. Um, both teams are killing it when it comes to goals of uh, 3.4 goals each per game. This game could be very high energy, high, high um, tempo, lots of goals. And God, I hope we lose because if we <laughs> lose, we'll go from us five. Per, if we lose... We'll go from a five percent shot at Connor Bedard to a six point five percent chance of coming.
1: Hey, Bedard. speaking of that, I went on that site that um, you had Tankathon um, sent me. You didn't. Yes. You just sent me a screenshot, but I found yep. the site.
0: I'm proud of you for figuring that out.
1: And I was pushing it like you. It. It. You could you, you do it over up. and over. Yeah. For the first five times, in a row. Yep. It came up with the connects. Well. We've already announced if you are
0: following us on Facebook, which you, if you're not, why aren't you? Um, We are doing a live show.
1: Yes. May 8th. May 8th, which is a a Monday. Monday. Five o'clock. It would be five o'clock our time. So you might have to leave.
0: Why would you need to leave work? You can literally enjoy it. You work to 430. Toss us on in your ears on uh, YouTube. No, I was talking about you.
1: Dude, I was talking about you.
0: No, it's five o'clock. I'm fine.
1: Okay, um, I want to go. I want to be live, um, yeah. and I want people to see our natural reaction, good or bad, when they announce where the Canucks are going to pick. If so, I'm telling you right now, people, if you don't watch any episode of this show, if you only on, want to if, watch, watch, if you only watch, watch one episode. That's a keyword. This is the episode. One episode. If I guarantee you, if Vancouver, if Gary Bettman says these words and the very first pick of the 2023 draft goes to the Vancouver Canucks, I am telling you without a shadow of a doubt, you are going to see two growing men, one old man, one younger, still growing men, freak the fudge out. (laughs) So the nice thing is, is that like, if everything was to hold
0: right now, have the, everything go through and cause they'll do the top six, the the top 16, right. They'll go through 16, going backwards to one. We'll see Nashville. We'll see Montreal. We'll see Calgary, Buffalo, Washington, Detroit, Arizona. And then if we don't see Vancouver, that's when we start to get excited. That's where I can see it. You're, you're already getting amped up about it. It's just,
1: I got a feeling. Got a feeling in my tippy-toes.
0: It's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Okay, what is your prediction?
1: Prediction, and then we will wrap up. My expert, well thought out, take it to the bank. Prediction on tonight's game. Yep. The Canucks will go 6-0. Because they will win tonight. That is... Well, they're, they're not 6-0. and 0. Let's, My take it to 0. the bank. Yeah, because they've not, won five straight.
0: Well, yeah. So they'd be six straight. They've lost a bunch of games this year. They're not 6-0. and 0. They're not a perfect record.
1: But in the last six games, they would be 6-0. and 0.
0: I don't... They're on a six... They would have a 6 and one streak. Do not call it 6-0. It's, I'm it's going to...
1: Man, it's a good thing we're not in the same room because you, yeah, a- you would have more bruises on your arm. You would have more bruises on your arm this arena, Where's my ring? Is small. It looks the, the
0: the mullet arena looks so small
1: and it's so sad. Oh, I haven't it's watched a game from out. mullet arena in a long time. I don't think I ever have actually.
0: Um, this is the first time the Canucks have been there, so. So yeah, I probably haven't. But then. as Thatcher Demko inhales a few more sniffs of his smelling salt packets, we will wrap up. So you, you go do you guys? If you guys do love what we do here, because um, I know I do, please hit that like button, subscribe, tell your friends, follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, we have an Instagram account. I haven't really done much with it, but we have an Instagram account now. Um, we have a TikTok me, account. Follow me at Common <laughs> Courtesy, the E is a three on Twitter, um, and Instagram, and on Twitch, where I stream there twice a week. Oh man, where can they find you?
1: Uh, Kevin Hughes on Facebook, um, and uh, I think it's Kev underscore Hughes 64 on Twitter, something like that's that. The one. That's um, the one. And Yeah, that's it. I have other accounts because I do other stuff, obviously, as people probably can see on my wall behind me here. Uh, there's plaques that say channeling. That's a whole different thing I do. But if you want, if you want, check oh, out Cavelli channeling. I
0: thought that was Facebook. just like a, a really cool cross. I know you are raised religious.
1: <laughs> that's what it is. I did it for grandma. Yeah. She likes me. I'm sure she does. <laughs> Thank she you knows.
0: so much, everyone, for tuning in. <laughs> Again, tell your friends, check us out at uh, social medias as well as check out our site. Have yourselves a wonderful evening.
1: And pay attention because big news is coming. This weekend is going to be amazing for the uh, for HSP. I'm telling you, tune in next week because we got some big freaking news coming up.